Let's welcome our guest founder, Francesca Ume, the founder and CEO of MyFoodieShop.com, an online grocery store. Welcome, Francesca. Thank you so much. Thank you, Amy. So let's jump right in. Um, tell us about your store, your online store. I should call it an online store. How does it work? Okay. So my food shop is an online grocery store. Uh, I like, like I like to call it food stop store. So it's easier to understand straightforward. So it's an online food stop store where you can actually order for food stop and then we have them delivered to your doorstep. So it's like um, a place where you can buy um, groceries, fresh ones, like yam, rice, tomato. Um, in fact, the ingredients you need to prepare a meal, these are the kind of things you can order from us. So instead of going to the open market or to the normal market, if you don't have the time to do that, uh, we can help you shop and then we deliver to you. That's what we do. And it's spelled uh, my foodie shop, M-Y-F-O-O-D-Y-S-H-O-P. So myfoodieshop.com. Awesome. So it sounds like you guys are like a personal shopper. So you can request the personal market shopper online. Yes, yes. So you, you can do that because we work uh, in very flexible ways. You can either, either send us your shopping list, just write it down and send us your list, or you can just um, um, order from what we have available on our platforms and then we just uh, um, deliver to you. So that's okay. how you operate. Yeah. Okay. So can you tell us what inspired this idea? How did it all start? Oh, okay. So um, it was born out of a need, um, a challenge I experienced. I worked as a banker, precisely First Bank of Nigeria, for about five years. So during that period, you know how the work schedule is. Sometimes you have to leave your house as early as, and then you get back home late, no time. So I discovered that over time I was eating just a particular kind of food, no time to shop, because I even worked on Sundays. Yeah, I was an ATM custodian, wow. so I had to work here. Yeah, Sundays I was there to make sure the ATM machines were functional. So I, I noticed I didn't have time to do things for myself, surely shopping. So I decided to go online to check because I needed somebody to help me shop. So I went online to check if I could find a shopper, a grocery shopper in Port Harcourt then. But to my surprise, I, oh, I only saw most of the shops I found online were in Lagos. So I kept wondering, ah, is it that these people don't know that that, that um, uh, there are some people here that will need this kind of service. So um, it, it, it was just there in my mind. So when I left the banking sector in 2012, I did other businesses. Um, so an opportunity came in 2015 when um, the Tony El Foundation launched their grant program, the foundation. Um, so I decided to, to apply. I was like, okay, let me give this idea a trial. So I applied with the idea and um, luckily we were, I was picked and um, and we got funding, we were trained, and I now launched in 2017, and that's how it's been since then. Hmm. Yeah. That, that sounds very encouraging for those hearing. You got the Tony Olimeli Award with only an idea. Woohoo! Okay. Yeah. So you went to the training and um, started your business. Can you tell us how it was, like your go-to-market strategy, so to say? How did the market accept your business? Did you face challenges, okay. if any? 
Okay, so um, initially when we started in 2017, it was still a new concept in Portal Court. So trust was an issue. Uh, yeah, we struggled, yes, to get customers to trust us. And then, you know, the way um, delivery service works, I, I didn't do pay on delivery because it has to do with fresh groceries and you need to buy those things. So if you get there and the customer rejects it, that means you're left with um, fresh groceries with you. So uh, we usually prefer the pay. You make payment and then we shop and then deliver to you. That's what we were doing. So I would say trust was an issue then. But what we did was that with persistence, like we kept like talking about it. And then um, we had our friends. Yes, I had my friends. My friends, I said with my friends at first, and they will not post reviews. And you know, um, with time, we started getting like external customers. So the day I got my first external customer, I was like, okay, yes, now you're in business. Like, okay. And then another thing I noticed then was when we started, like I noticed uh, some startups also doing the same thing. I built the platform first before understanding the needs of the customer. You understand? So I, I kept saying, go to the website and order, go to the website and order. And some of my friends would tell me, your website, I don't understand it. As in, you know, when they tell you, you don't understand. So it took time because I, I, I'm not a techie. So it took time for me to understand the concept called um, user experience. So it was when they started having this challenge, I was well, she'll go there, a friend would go there and tell me, I don't understand your website. Where do I click? Where do I do this? So it was one uh, a day when a customer now, as somebody called me, an entirely new customer. I told her to go to the website. She said that your website, I don't understand it. Can I just send you my list as an SMS? And that's when it clicked to me. I said, come, you've been trying to force the customers to use this platform. Why not make it flexible for them? So now it's open. You can either send us your list as an SMS. You can send as a WhatsApp message. Some even write on a notepad and send it as a picture, like they take come and the pictures here yeah, and send it to us and then we now work on them. So whichever way that works, you can send as an email. So I now realized um, that with time I now, I said to, okay, go and study and know what this user experience is all about. So I decided to say, okay, so we have to be more flexible, give customers options that will be easier for them to work with us. So, um, so I said trust was an issue. Another challenge we experienced then was logistics. Ah, no, logistics then, it was difficult. Yeah, then we didn't have so many delivery companies and the ones available were expensive. The customers were not willing to pay that amount of money as delivery fee. So what I did then was, luckily I had I had my own car, so what I, I was not handling deliveries myself. It was stressful, sometimes 8 p.m., 9 p.m., I was still on the road trying to make deliveries for customers. Um, this, um, and then trying to get customers to like trust you more. And I think these are the few challenges we experienced when we started, but it's better now, much, much okay. more better now. Yes, yes, yes. So I would say it's persistence here that helped us the most, being persistent. Yeah. Persistence. And it sounds to me like you, that you really took one of the major principles that they teach people in business school design mm -hmm. thinking yeah <laughs> you, you, you you adopted it so that's really good because you had to yeah. be restructured around your customer which is an yes. important thing for people to do so yeah. um let's think about the um covid pandemic right yeah okay can you um tell us something positive that has happened has there been any positive thing i hope there has been <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes there has been the 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 COVID pandemic took us unaware. Like um, I struggled with my business because I had it took me time to understand. There were lots of challenges along the way because I had to stop several times. Like 
I'm like, let me go back to the drawing board. Like, I think two or three times, Mr. Berin knows, I went back several times, like, to check, okay, let me give this a break and think again. So when I came back again last, late last year, like, okay, let me restructure and do and try it again. I was trying to take it slow because I didn't want to, like, overwhelm myself. COVID pandemic now came, and it took us, like, a surprise. The surge was so much where I couldn't even handle all of the orders it was. So we had to even reject some orders and we had challenges with logistics because the logistics companies were also overwhelmed with the number of orders. So, but the uh, COVID pandemic has been, will I say it has been a positive thing for us because now most people are now, most people are now forced to now go online to start shopping when they didn't have like, when um, we were asked to stay at home, so they now start looking for alternative ways of shopping for groceries. So uh, it gave it gave us a boost. Yeah. So there was a surge in uh, sales. Okay. That that sounds really good. Which takes us to the next question. So from the time you started up until this COVID pandemic and the boost you've seen, have you experienced, let's say, a 10, 5, 20, or 60% growth in your okay. customer base? Our customer base has really increased, yes. For customer growth, um, it's been like um, 10% growth month on month. As in okay. every month we experience growth in customer base. And then the amazing thing is that we have like 80% and repeat patronage, like people that have been with us since uh, we came back have been there okay. since. So that's what I try to check. Like if I have a new customer this month, in the coming month, because I know that most of them shop monthly, so in the coming yeah. month, I try to see, okay, is this customer coming back? If you're not coming back, what happened? Because at the time I noticed that I didn't see a particular customer, so I had to chat out, and she told me that she had left with her court. So that way I tried to track the customers to know, okay, I use mainly the repeat customers, and then for the new ones, we try to see, okay, the next month, if they come back, and then we now know we have this person as our customer. So I would say in terms of customer base, yes, 10% every month, and then, Sales-wise, yeah, for sales, I give myself 20%, like a target I set for myself, 20% every month increase okay. in sales. Okay. That's that fine. sounds good. Okay. That sounds good. Okay, Thank so you. now, <laughs> since your, your business is in the tech space, since it's people ordering and all of that, so let's think about the tech industry. How do you see your business growing as a tech company that's, is into the food business because it is a tech company for the tech industry like um the for, like i mentioned the covid era pushed us like to to grow faster than we earlier planned so i had to start working on the website because what i realized that whatsapp was not enough um, any longer people would just ask you okay what's your product list you can't start typing everything on whatsapp it takes time so what we're doing now is to work on our website to make sure it's easier because then i had to I, what I built was just a simple website where you could just drop your orders and and then we pick them up and process. But now I realized that because the orders are increasing, we need to start automating our processes. So we now have to switch to an e-commerce store. So you can actually just go there and place the orders without asking me to send you a list of items, what I have. And then um, um, the other back and forth is when you send me your list, we have to send you total price, we calculate. But with the website now, you can just go place your order check out and then we just pick and deliver. So that's another issue um, and trend uh, where we're moving to now, having our website set up. And then another thing the tech industry is doing for us is how we can maybe in future, 
use AI to give better customer experience to our customers. Like, and then in terms of running our ads to be more targeted, because that's what I plan to do, to be more targeted on the kind of customers we have based on uh, the profiles of those that are already patronizing us online. Okay. That's what they can yeah. You've also answered my next question. That's amazing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So uh, this brings me to the last question now, which is a fun Ooh, question. Well. Yes. So mm. if you could be a unicorn, I mean any unicorn, which mm, unicorn okay. would you be and why? Um, okay. I will say either Instacart or DoorDash. Probably because they're in the same industry as I am. I think they're even decacons. I think, yeah, because the Instacart has about, um, is, uh, is valued at um, $13 billion. And then a uh, DoorDash is about, uh, is at um, $16 billion, I think, yes. So uh, I, I like to use those two because they are in the grocery delivery chain or food. DoorDash is about food delivery. And then Instacart is um, grocery delivery. They connect. Uh, personal shoppers um, to customers. So these are the two I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I'm a customer of Instacart. So. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's cool. So that's super cool. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It was a pleasure chatting with you, Francesca. And I Thanks. certainly hope your business grows immensely. Thank you. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh,